to another episode of Naya Wrestling. It's your host, the Jewish Kenan himself, Mark, along with me always, the blue-eyed assassin, Rich. Oi, oi, how we doing, listeners? And today we're going to be reviewing for you guys the amazing show from Revolution Pro Wrestling, their Uprising 2018. So, Rich, before we get into the actual review of the show, like, in, like, let's say, layman's terms, how would you find the show? I, to be fair, going into this show, the card wasn't as uh, strong as the previous pay-per-view we saw. But, do you know what? I thoroughly enjoyed this end-to-end. It was brilliant. Oh, yeah, I, I loved this match. I loved it as well. Like, every match I found was really enjoyable. Uh, the crowd, I thought, was better than the um, at, at the Brixton Recreation Centre. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was just a great show overall. So, yeah, so did you want to do the show first? Did you want to go into, like, the aftermath and who we met? Or how did you want to, did you want to kind of, like, do it from when it started to the end? Like, oh, well, I think because uh, we're just going to let you guys in a bit of an inside secret here. We actually went to the Will Osprey after party. Yeah, so I think we'll talk about that last because people will think they're going to be quite intrigued about that because obviously no one knew about that until today. So, yeah, yeah. I think we'll talk about the pay-per-view, then we'll talk about the uh, shenanigans at the uh, Will Osprey chop fest. Oh, oh. Oh yes, and the guys just like must are. I'm gonna be honest. I wanted to get chopped by Suzuki, but now, but after seeing that, I'm like maybe not as much. <laughs> yeah. So you know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was a great show. We got to York Hall at a reasonable time, so we had to wait in the queue for about 45 minutes. Got in. Yeah. Met uh, David Starr, who was awesome. Uh, got some really cool merch. Um, yeah. Met up in the interval Ishii. Yeah. Uh, got really close to. Um, Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. met some other cool people, yeah, yeah, Andy yeah. Boy Simmons, and yeah, it was a really good show. So the first match that we saw from the show was the match between Chris Brooks versus Tai Chi. Very good. So that was a very good match. I thought it was one of those cool matches that at the beginning it was quite funny, it was kind of, it wasn't as serious as some of the other matches, no. and, I, and I think Tai Chi um, is really open, has such great charisma as well. Yeah, it? again, it was another um, sort of Suzuki gun sort of all in pay-per-view they was all there um, yeah you know you had them all in all four well before they come over um, yeah the match started off quite light hearted I think it's just to get the crowd laughing and get them involved but as the match went on obviously it got more serious more yeah. competitive but um yeah, I enjoyed the match obviously you know Chris Brooks is always over like Rover in the words of Taz but um no I, I enjoyed the match yeah it, it was um the start of it I mean, when you, when you guys watched pay per view back, obviously, you know, Tai Chi keeps dropping out of the ring and the crowd, typical UK crowd, every time he goes out, ooh. Yeah. It just gets everyone, yeah, but the match when he got going, again, fantastic. Quite a strong style match, to be fair. For yeah, it was really good, wasn't it? Really, really strong style. Yeah. And uh, one of my favourite moments, even though ridiculous, is when he about to do the move, he literally took off his, like, uh, trousers, everyone was like, what the fuck? Oh, that was fantastic. And then he saw, like, the referee's reaction, and he was like, huh? As well, yeah. it was just, you know, just everything yeah. uh, just about that match was really good. What yeah. was nice about that pay-per-view, though, that was really the only one comedy bit in the, in the whole pay-per-view. Yeah. The rest of it was serious pro wrestling. Mm. So you had your laughs at the start, and then after that, it was just a competitive rev pro New Japan show. Yeah. And I thought it was quite cool having El Desperado come out as well as Will Ospreay and stuff. And even though there was a bit of like the mis- not miscommunication but accidental thing, and then you saw Chris Brooks then attack Will Ospreay after the match. Yeah. It kind of added to so then you yeah, got the yeah. potential D between Brooks and Ospreay, which would be very good. That would be good because they've got very similar yeah. styles. Yeah. Well, to be honest with you, though, in a way, even though it must be kind of sad to lose 
uh, Travis Banks. I bet you Chris Brooks must be in a way banking his lucky stars because now he's going to be pushed as a single star. So what's and happened then, to Trevor Banks? Uh, he's WWE UK and Progress now, isn't he? Oh, of course. He is. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. he doesn't do much of that anymore, which he is can't. a bit no, which is a bit sad. But it's cool to see Chris Brooks become being bigger and hopefully. Well, you never know. This might be the time where he sort of shines and gets a big push, and if he's Potentially, basically what happened was, obviously, Desperado came out, distracted the referee, and Will Ospreay came out to Chris Brooks' defence, and then inadvertently hit um, Chris Brooks with, what was it, an umbrella or a cane? Oh, it was the cane with the, with the microphone. Cane Which with the is kind of weird, considering he looked like he was miming it, but then when you heard, or think you think he was singing it, but when you hear the music back, it's like, actually, he's just miming along to it, which is quite funny. Yeah, it's actually quite funny. Yeah. yeah, so that's setting up a few between Chris Brooks and Will Ospreay, so it looks like our boy Will Ospreay is on the men's. Yeah, um, because we wouldn't have taken A, the bump that he took, as well as the extra like shots and stuff from Chris Brooks, he wouldn't have taken that if he wasn't at least nearly 100%. Exactly, so I think Will Ospreay's ring ready, he just wasn't booked for the cards, but he was still there. Because Will Ospreay, let's face it, is an absolute legend. Oh, he is fantastic. Oh, God, he loves it. And, Absolutely uh, fantastic. Yeah, good opening match. Yeah, good match. definitely. Yeah. So the next match that we had was between the great O'Khan versus... <laughs> Shane Taylor. Taylor, Shane Taylor, Shane Taylor, yeah, good match. Actually. That was a good match, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, and we also met Lord Gideon Gray. Um, he's fantastic, like amazing on the microphone. Adds so much more to the match. His um, interaction with the fans, the interaction outside the ring was as funny, yeah. or like stuff as yeah. he does it. And it's like the Lord Gideon Gray, and he's like same as when we saw him last time. Undefeated. 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 <laughs> Undefeated. And even the fans are getting into it as well. Yeah, it's because obviously the Rotary fans are like, they're like, a bit like us now, they go to every pay per view and, yeah. you know, you're starting to learn the gimmick. When the uh, interval was on, I actually went up to Gideon Gray and shook his hand and I said, I love your work. And he was our character and he said, thank you very much. He said, well, he's a real talent, you know, looking at the, uh, the yeah. Lord go, but. Uh, Gillian Gray's great. Oh, he is, isn't he? He's like a proper old school manager as well, like building up his uh, restaurant stuff. Yeah. And I quite like the great O'Khan as well. Yeah, he's alright. I love his entrance. Yeah, I do as well. It's quite weird. He's like all drunk and when he actually gets into the ring, he's more yeah. serious. You don't really see that. But I thought the fact that he was able to lift up Shane Taylor for his finish was pretty good as well. It was. Yeah, I'll tell you who reminds me of. If you ever played Wu Tang Taste of Pain, he's a bit like old Dirty Bastard, that drunken boxer kind of wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind yeah. of reminds me of that, yeah, that old guy from, um, the drunken guy from All Combat as well, kind of reminds me of that as well yeah. when, he, when he comes up with the Or Wang from Tekken. Yeah. Or Dr. B from Tekken 3. Or, um, what's his name from Street Fighter? The old oh. guy. He's kind of like that as well, but yeah, he's, he's yeah. a drunk, but you know. Art of the Drunken Monkey, or whatever they call that, the yeah. Island Boxing. But yeah, no, it's um, again good match. That guy, you know, Great Khan, what his name is, Lord Khan. Great Khan? Uh, the Great O'Khan. The Great O'Khan, excuse me. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate him. You know, I like the gimmick. His matches are okay, to be fair. Um, you kind of know what you're going to see. He's going to go over, he's never going to lose until we, well, I don't know. He, 
obviously he's undefeated, so you think, okay, it's going to be another win going over again. But yeah. no, his matches are good. To be fair, there's quite a few false finishes where I thought yeah. he was going to lose. I, I did as well, actually, at some point, which is what, which, when wrestling's good, you kind of feel like, actually, is he, he going to lose this match? And it got to a point where at the start of the match, I thought, well, he's going over, this is going to be a bit... Uh, and then to have a few false finishes, yeah, it, it, the whole arena was, or the whole crowd was thinking, my God, he's going to break the streak. Yes, so he's done well. Good storytelling. Good. Oh, definitely. Good. And um, yeah, just a really good match in general, wasn't it? It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the next match that we had was between El Desperado versus El El Fantasmo. Yeah. And El, what a match that was. That was an awesome match. El Fantasmo is over like Rover. Like my God, he was over with everyone. Yeah. And yeah I thought yeah. it was really cool. They brought the kids with him as well to kind of high five everyone too and I thought it was really cool he was able to incorporate a bit like Bret Hart like with the fans yeah the crowd interaction now what did El Desperado fantastic what has he lately just won uh, the Super J Cup so yeah. it's basically their version of like the um, Super Junior sort of thing so, yeah like the G1 yeah, Junior because last year Jushin Panalaga won it yeah. Um, yeah good match fantastic match uh Typically high flying, you know, basically two like cruiserweights, lucha styles. Um, they done some really naughty move off the top rope. I'm trying to remember what exactly it was. I think it was a. Oh, I remember what it was. It was a. It. I thought they were setting up for a top rope super fisherman suplex, but it ended up being a top rope package suplex. Like, yeah. Oh God, he come down, hit the move, and still caught him in for the uh, for the leg hook for the pin. It was, it was only a full speech, but by God, that's fun. Well, that was awesome. But and also, as well, the suicide dives, and you saw that the uh, the railing like, going in and in and in. Yeah, yeah. And that was crazy, too. Yeah, that happened a few times tonight, the rail yeah. broke. Yeah, I think the uh, front row definitely got there. But you'll probably see it back. The front row definitely got their money's worth. I think that was a oh, yeah, definitely. The match. And also, they had like the wrestlers in their laps as well and stuff. And you had a few times as well, the wrestlers fighting in the crowd and stuff. That happened a couple of times, actually. Yeah, did, did it happen in this match as well at one point? Yeah, it did, didn't it? It happened in this match, and it also happened in the uh, the pre-main event match, which we'll discuss later, with um, the Zuki gun and the uh, Aussie yeah. Open. Yeah, yeah, good match. Uh, enjoyed it. Got the crowd going. Was this the last match before the interval? No, that was one more match before the interval. There was the next match that was for it. Perfect. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, great match. Um, Al Fantasmo, really good. El Desperado was, like, fantastic. Both, and really good chemistry as well. Yeah, like, he, he, even though they both speak a few different languages, they had, they had really good chemistry. They did. Um, yeah, and it, it looked like it was called it was called on the fly, a lot of that match. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. It wasn't, you know, it just kind of flowed well. The crowd interaction was good. And the finish was pretty cool as well. It finished in a really good way, rather than being like a simple like okay it actually was quite cool yeah it finished as well so yeah yeah if you get yeah. a chance to watch it i'll recommend that match very good Unbelievable. and then the main event of the first half was between josh bowden versus chris ridgeway i love josh bowden i i do as well yeah. he's fantastic he's such a great heel you know he's a great heel he's no homo he looks the part like he looks like a mean pro wrestler yeah um, his entrance is fantastic. I mean, they got colour in the match. I don't know if that was deliberate. Yeah. Really, really, really violent match. Um, both guys put it out there. It was the first match of the card to get a standing ovation. Oh, oh yeah. Um, and I said to you when I was walking back to the uh, locker room, I said they need to put the strap on that guy. Yeah, oh, it was a great match. He, he, he's gonna honestly, he's gonna be signed up for NXT. 
his, his presence in the ring is one thing, the way he holds himself, the way he looks, the build of the guy, technically he's sound. He, I honestly reckon in the next few years, you're going to see him on big TV. You're going to see him yeah. on maybe NXT UK. He's a proper hill because you don't see him sell any merch. You see him kind of like going against the fans. Even though you're getting cheered, he's like still fuck you to the fans as well. He is, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he came out, he was like talking to the camera and stuff, being all proper like, you know. And yeah. some of the moves that he did as well were fantastic, like that spinning um, coat backbreak of it was fucking awesome as well. Yeah, well. And his finish as well was such a cool move too. Yeah, I'm trying to think what it was. Was it the... Um, it was the weird sort of like... Um, power bomb into a spike double knee thing, like... Yeah, it was kind of like a weird power bomb <laughs> slash rope um, pole driver kind of move. Mm. When he put the... Yeah. That, oh, my God. Was this the tombstone on the apron match? Yes. Maybe. I can't remember. It might have been. It, yeah. was, the t- it, was, it was. It was the tombstone yeah, yeah. on the apron. Oh, and then the suicide dive. Oh, God. Oh, God. It, it was... Um, yeah, this Josh Bowden needs to go up. He, I love his work. I love his work. He's great. Like, he's, 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 he's so good. One and, and, you, and you've got to give it to Chris Ridge Ray as well. Like he's fantastic too. Like I like find him to be really good. And I quite like his style. Where even though it's kind of a bit like Zack Sabre Jr., it's different in enough that it's a lot more sort of combaty, very much sort of like MMA, very inspired. Like yeah. a lot of chops, off hits. Yeah, like I mean, he does big moves and stuff. But he, he's very good as well. I mean, that match, to be fair, was quite a. Um, your typical mid-card slugfest on a pay-per-view, um, but it's still with that technical element. Yeah. And that's what I liked about that match. But um, I can't talk highly enough of Josh Rosen. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with you. I, I'm hoping one day he's going to be like a big star. Hoping maybe in, even in New Japan might be maybe a. I could see him in Suzuki Gun. Yeah, I can as well. Actually, I, I can very much see him in, in Suzuki Gun. You know, um, I could actually see him if Suzuki ever said I've had enough and I just want to be like the the head of the head of the Suzuki Garden team but not really participate I could easily see Josh Bowden and Zack Sabre Jr. as a tag team yeah I mean looking at Zack Sabre Jr. who would have thought that from a guy you saw a few years ago kind of that white meat baby face becoming what he is now the heel turn was the best thing he's done joining Suzuki Gun. yeah, yeah. Oh, I, love, I love his promos one of my favourite promos of Zack Sabre Jr.'s uh, we'll go back to the match in a minute. Yeah. Uh, the one where he's talking about this guy's just using the Mazda Hilda and I'm like, yes, he's using a Mazda Plaza quite. I love it. No, sort really. of thing, you know, it's just, just yeah. great. He uses very much sort of like British like um, swear words as well. But I mentioned his promo he gave tonight later on as well. So yeah, yeah, really good match. Um, next match that we had was the first match of the second half was between Walter versus the Red Man himself, <laughs> Satoshi Kojima. Yeah, uh, great match. Yeah, great match. Walter, my fucking god, when he did that chop, how like being because we were second row for the show, which actually uh, going back in a way, like how did you find being second row? Did you like fantastic view? Yeah, yeah. If you can imagine, guys, we were kind of sat. If you was looking from the hard cam, you might be able to see us. Uh, if you was looking at the hard cam, it was the other side of the ring to the right, right near the entrance. Yeah, so we had the best of both worlds, really. Yeah, we did. Uh, it was awesome. We had such a good view of the, of the ring as well. And yeah. just hearing when uh, Walter gave the, his infamous chop, which I'll be honest, like, if I'm one of those people that I feel like, oh, that's what I'm thinking of. I feel too 
chops or like you know if, if, if I don't get the chop I'm disappointed you know yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Want, I want the water chop like everyone's paying to see the water chop yeah and when yeah. you hear that and you're, and you're that close to the, the sound of it it fucking sounds amazing it like, sounds you know, like a shotgun game. it does doesn't it it actually does because I think I was on my phone like looking on Facebook I was enjoying the match anyway and I could and I heard it and I'm like fuck that was you know it was yeah. you know it, it, it gains your attention no matter what you're doing it gains your attention like if, if anyone asked me to show them like a chop I would be like watch a water chop because he just the fact he's able to make that sound just sound so like oh my god it's, yeah. it's fucking insane you can see this from Red of Kojima as well which is insane yeah. even uh, Steve Austin when he had water on his podcast last week Steve Austin said your chops and he was like yeah he said I've naturally got a nice chop he said I don't know what it is he said but my chops are loud yeah, it's just the way he does it, technique with chops. You know, there's, there's, there's who else has got a good chopping industry? Um, in a way, maybe Suzuki. Suzuki's got a good shot. Yeah. Um, I guess the guy from Aussie Open is a good shot. I'll tell you, who did have a good shop. Benoit. I know oh, we're talking yeah. wrestling now, but yeah, Chris Benoit, one of the greatest underrated shops in history. Yeah. Uh, never really see Tri- I mean Triple H's chops are a bit uh, Ric Flair had the good chops he was the one who kind of started that's why everyone goes woo oh yeah he's like the uh, founder of the yeah and I love as well like whenever like Kojima um, uh, Walter does a really big chop the crowd goes shh and then and then, he, and then it's just like because it adds so much more to it as well yeah and he doesn't tell the crowd he doesn't, he doesn't look at the crowd and sort of say shush they just do it out of pure respect yeah because, <laughs> because they know they're gonna hear something that is fucking awesome that only he can do. Like every like other people who have the good chops, as you said, like he just has those chops. He does. Water and his chops. Yeah. That's basically what he expects. And then again, even though Walter's known for his chops, he still has some really good moves as well. Like a lot of moves he does is really, really good. Kojima as well has some good stuff. Like that amazing top row suplex and just the way they both land it was like. Fucking hell, that was good as well. Well, talking about that match, you have to say, obviously, we got this from like other spectators. The match seemed to end quite quick. Like we think yeah. something went wrong. Um, from a fan, to, you know, from a spectator's standpoint, I didn't really notice anything. Not like Will Ospreay when he hurt himself at the last spread uh, pro, but nothing kind of stood out. So why did that finish quick? Yeah, the long and short of it was basically uh, Bread Club. <laughs> I'm talking about Bread Club. Bread Club hit a running forearm and then pinned Walter. And it kind of looked like either a delayed kick out or the referee just called the match to a stop, obviously looking over the safety of the wrestlers. Yeah. But as soon as it happened, I looked at the ring boy, the ring crew boy, looked at the announcer. And it's all like they sort of scruffled to stand up to say we wasn't expecting that to finish that quick. Yeah, because you, you could see Walter saying something. I couldn't really understand what he was saying, but it was a bit weird, wasn't it? He was, he was saying something, and it kind of, yeah, it, it seemed like it was like a bit of a botch. Yeah. Like the way it ended and stuff as well. I think it was either a botch finish or someone got hurt, but I think, yeah, the referee knew that Walter wasn't going over. Obviously, to set up the whole thing with Taichi, uh, but... And uh, uh, Josh Bowden's all coming out. Josh Bowden coming out. With the uh, Kings, was it, was it Kingsville? No, Hover's spread. Oh, it's cut, yeah, Hover's uh, multi-seed spread is uh, Josh Bowden's choice of 
Yes. Because obviously, um, Kojima's known for being the guy who's known for being the Freddy Club and stuff. And it's hilarious that with wrestling, same with other stuff like Watts and other chants, that Bread Club is was over. Like everyone was shouting, Bread Club, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's great, isn't it? So, yeah. And then that was pretty cool. He had him destroy the bread and stuff, and he had Kojima like going, Damn you! How dare you destroy the bread? And well, stuff. he was like, I don't talk English. And then he yeah. got the bread put towards the and he goes, I understand that. Like, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's it a little bit of comedy. Yeah. And it was it was comedy, but it was also serious enough that it was still enjoyable, like yeah. you know, and that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next match that we had was the or, like the match that I didn't. I, I'll be honest, I didn't really know M K McKinnon. I I knew um, people Bader have seen him a few times. He had the match that Will Ospreay's first match back at York Hall after winning the Super J Cup and stuff. And yeah. I'm honest, that match was awesome. The yeah. M K McKinnon versus people Bailey, like those two. Put on a hell, hell of a match. Like that match is fucking awesome. Yeah, like, it was so good. Intense. Hard, oh, so intense. Hard hitting. Like at certain points, I actually thought, "Fuck!" Like it's people Bailey or MC Kidd, and like, are they actually all right? Yeah. But like, it just shows how good they are. Like every move was stiff. Very hard hitting. Very strong style. Yeah. You know, like every move. Like they were kind of like both did kicks each other. Both did all these different moves. Awesome match. Great match. Yeah. And again, this was another match which was a standing ovation at the end, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, the speedball, he done this, uh, it was a little bit like a one-wing angel yeah. off the top rope. I thought that was the end. I did as well, actually. I mean, the, I thought the way that the um, McGinnon, Mc, I can't remember how, how, how MK, MK is, yeah, 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 MK. Yeah. I thought the way he landed was like, shit, that's, that's going to be the end. Oh, God, I thought that was the final thing. I thought uh, speedball was going over, to be honest, because... Not from a disrespectful point of view. I didn't really know who MK was. No, I, I didn't either. Because I said to you, like, do you know this guy? Because I don't think I've ever seen him before. But then, I'm, I'm a fan of his now. Like, that guy was really, really good. Great. Fantastic. And there was a lot of... Um, it was quite... Yeah, like you said, quite stiff. Quite strong style. A lot of kicks. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of kicks. Like, of kicks. And some of the kicks as well. Like, you, you can tell both have had some sort of martial arts sort of, like, background. Yeah. Like some of the kicks were essentially like, oh, that's a, that's a karate kick. That's a karate kick. Like when he did against the corner, the 10, whatever it was, oh. and then he did the amazing kick. Yeah. That was awesome. Just some of the moves and just how they're able to, um, like how Mike Bailey made each kick very distinctive towards each other. It wasn't just the same kick continuously. No. No. It was just fantastic. It wasn't like watching Daniel Bryan doing a lot of the yes kicks. Let's do that way, kid. Oh, yeah, that it was uh, it was stiff. It was stiff. Good match. Enjoyed it. Crowd were behind it. Loads of stand ovations. Lots of full finishes. Um, and when the match ended, everyone stood up and clapped as well. Yeah. Really nice and good. Which yeah. I quite like. Yeah. And stuff. And it must be quite cool to have these two wrestlers who everyone isn't there to see them, but yeah. everyone remembers them and they, you know, but actually that match was really good. And All I'm gonna say is one day Speedball is gonna miss his knees. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was like, oh my god, that was fucking crazy. The way he laid on his knees as well, and you can see, like, I wasn't, it just shows how good of a seller he is. Like, you would think that must have general pain, but actually, it's like, it's like he's selling, and just shows how good of a seller that he is. Like, yeah, yeah. You would think, fuck, he must, his knees must be fucked. He's done, towards the end of the finish, he's done a, which I thought was going to be the finishing move. He went to the top rope, and I thought, okay, this is going to be like a 360 splash. He done a, 
360 double knee stop and obviously missed it and then that's when yeah. MK took advantage and got the tap out victory which I thought was a lovely way to finish that match yeah um, I, I, I like the fact I wanted them to finish even as either a tap out or a big finish because that match deserved it like if it just ended in a roll up I was like oh, yeah. it would have been a cool finish but it wouldn't, wouldn't have been as awesome to see that sort of thing yeah when the know? match was that action packed the roll up would have done a justification but yeah. to see a tap out victory I thought it was brilliant because both guys have worked so hard and put so much into the match, the whole crowd knew that. So a tap out victory was the perfect way to close that story. Yeah, and it wasn't like he didn't even tap; he passed out. Yeah, it was like one arm down. Yeah, it wasn't like he was like, okay, that's enough, that's enough. I need to yeah. work. Because it match. made yeah made both it put both men over because it had the intensity and the in the um, testicular fortitude of Mike Bailey not to tap out, but it yeah. showed that okay, um, Kevin came again. You know, just fucking awesome. Yeah, and to be fair, he never quit. He gave, yeah. he, he passed out, so they both still look strong. Yeah. Yeah, love it. Good match. Very good match. And the next match was the, of uh, the co-main event, was the awesomely fucking awesomely overmatch that was Suzuki Gun versus uh, Aussie Open. What my, a match that was. Yeah. My God, Suzuki was over again. That yeah. man, that, that man was like a living legend. That man was like, treated like gods. But like, you know what? We, when you look at the last pay-per-view, we went to, what was that called? Um, Global Wars. Global Wars. the World, yeah, Global Wars. My favourite match was the um, Zack Sabre Jr. And your favourite match was Suzuki. We had our favourite yeah. as a tag team, obviously Suzuki gun, in this match. Um, what a match that was. It was quite... The only thing that... Obviously, there's a lot of die-hard. You see a lot of the Zack Sabre Jr. hoodies um, yeah. in the crowd. And you get like the casual fans that go to these that are like, well, oh, well, he's the heel. We're booing. Okay, I know you meant to boo the bad guys, but um, I love Zack Sabre Jr. I always have. I do as well. I, I, I love I love Suzuki Gun. It was just Suzuki. I, I, it, was, it was fucking awesome, yeah. Um, yeah, it, to hear the crowd sort of cheer for the Aussie Open, it, it kind of does two things to me. One, you think, well, okay, the crowd are distinguishing the heel and the face and they're telling that story well but at the end of the day there's still die-hard Zack Sabre Jr. fans that love I mean I was cheering for Zack Sabre Jr. anyway I'll be honest with you though at certain points I actually thought Aussie Open were in in a a sense the hills were the way the crowd reacts especially me and you yeah yeah, I mean we were booing the life out of the Aussie Open but um Um, to be fair you could tell they was a little bit nervous especially the smaller guy out of the two oh yeah he must Especially against Suzuki, and I said to you before, like, how do you think people like Trent, uh, Trent Seven and Tyler Bate must have felt as well as Ishii? Yeah. Like, you know, the yeah. man is fucking. And especially when the smaller guy of the two, I can't remember his name, attacked um, Suzuki, and then Suzuki came in, he's like, I want him, I want him, and everyone was going, pussy, pussy. Yeah. It's just like, it's just so random that you see a guy who's kind of known for being, in a sense, like a face. Yeah. and he's acting in a way like a heel because of how over Suzuki is like yeah. that man can do no wrong Suzuki is uh, and when he came out and he was everyone clapping to his song and him like coming out and everyone going casino there and everyone like doing that as well which is fucking awesome too which is amazing oh yeah. it is just be, and especially when um, kind of a bit of a spoiler but when we went to the, the Will Osprey after party and everyone having that song even even then, everyone was like, yeah. Yeah, come on, come on. And then it, when yeah. it happened, everyone still did it. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Great. And I'll be honest, I, I didn't record it this time because I got I recorded it last time. But so you still want to say the atmosphere in this time? Yeah. yeah. And it was just fucking awesome having him there and just like him coming out and being so close to him as well. And yeah. to be honest, like, 
if I if I could go back in time, I wish I didn't buy my hat now because I could have got a picture of Suzuki. But I'm like, next time I'm gonna hope you meet Suzuki. Uh, well, Suzuki, sorry. Suzuki, right? Every pay per view we go to a Brave Pro, he's on the card. He loves the Europe tours, like he, yeah, he loves it. So to see a legend like him grace the ring in England, you can't knock it. You can't knock it at all. But when you watch him and then Zack Sabre Jr. working together, ah. Oh, God, it's, it's poetry. Oh, it is, man. It is so poetry. And also, Aussie Open themselves are really good to be able to do it. And just the yeah. crowd was so into the match. Every, every move, everyone was into it. Like, Suzuki and Zach were over. Aussie Open were over. Just everything about that match was just fantastic. And yeah. There were people behind me who were going, Aussie Open, me, you were trying for Suzuki gun. Everyone yeah. was clapping. Everyone was losing their voices. Just fantastic into like match. It could have easily been the main main event. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm surprised like don't be wrong, David Starr's hot at the moment. But I I, I enjoyed both matches but yeah, I mean obviously it was where the title match for the main main event. Yeah. Oh dude that was a title match. That was for the British um, tag titles. Yeah tag titles. Um great match overall. Loved it. Highly recommend people to watch it if they get a chance to watch the show. Yeah. That, that the main event I'll be the two matches for me I would recommend. Even though I love the MK McGinnon versus Mike Bailey match, I think those two matches are worth being into the double main event. Like they those were. two were awesome. And obviously Suzuki Young won, retaining um, yeah. their uh, British Tag Team Championships. Uh, done it in fashion, absolute fashion. Crux um, of it was Zack uh, Sabre Jr. had like a triangle hold locked in. Um, and then Suzuki got revenge on the um, Aussie Open man. Yeah, the smaller guy. Yeah. And how was it? Was it a pin? It was, yeah, it was the Gotcha Pile Driver. He gave him. That was it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a, uh, what would you what would you call that pile driver? A Gotcha Pile Driver, I think it's a called. A Gotcha Pile Driver, yeah. Yeah, because he kind of holds onto their arms and, like, does it and stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to think what the um, WWE used to call that. It's kind of a, it's like a package, it's not a package pile, it's a pile driver, but you, you hook under the, uh, the leg, don't you? It's, yeah, beautiful move. Yeah, um, really good move, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, awesome fantastic. Move. And then they just done a number on them afterwards. People were booing, and you got war fans cheering them on. Yeah, yeah. Being typical hills, we love it. Love it. I just yeah. Even though they are hills, they're just that good. That everything that they do is just fucking awesome. Then it's over. Yeah. Suzuki guns over, like right. Oh yeah, for sure. So over. Suzuki is literally like a god among men. He's he's the only person that I'd have said you. Uh, I would pay. I would pay him to chop me. I it would pay him to the video that. Yeah, it would be. I'll be stupid to do it, but at least I can say I got chopped by Suzuki. Well, okay, next. Okay, guys. Okay, so for our listeners, we are going to post if this happens next time we go to the uh, Red Pro pay per view, and we and we can get and we get to meet Suzuki. So I am keeping an extra fifty quid in my pocket just to get Mark chopped by Suzuki. We're going to film it and we're going to make this thing like absolutely awesome. Awesome. It's going to yeah, go it's, viral. It's, it's going to fucking hurt. But I'll be worth it just to be like, what? How can you say red? Got chopped by Suzuki, mate. Like, yeah. I'm like, whatever, you know, wherever, wherever you want, Mark. Like, what a night. Yeah, what a fucking night, yeah, for sure, man. And now, Rich, you ready for that main event of the evening? Ding, ding. Now, uh, before the match, I love the way that Red Pro built the match because on their YouTube channel, they had interviews of people like Osprey, Andy Boy Simmons, 
the guy who runs it, Louis Lucas, who does the, who's a wrestler herself, but also, the, you know, the brunette who's been, who sells the merch? Oh, the, the the yeah, the main one. They yeah, had it with yeah. different wrestlers, like, building up the match, and even they had an interview with David Starr himself. Yeah. And sort of, like, I really like that, how they're able to build up the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you had the amazing match for the British Heavyweight Championship between my boy, uh, my fucking boy, my favourite my favorite wrestler at the moment, David Starr, the yeah. Jewish canon, the, your favourite wrestler's favourite wrestler. He's very good at Twitter. So many other monikers the man has. Uh, again, Tamahiro Ishii. Great match. Great, great match, great match. I'll be honest. Um, I opened into that match by the way, Mark. Yeah, I appreciate that. That was very good. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'll be honest, the opening of the match was a bit, I was a bit like, mm, it's a bit boring, but... Yeah. Fucking love the match. I would definitely give it by that it, five. It got oh, going. It, it got going. When it got going, it was fucking awesome. And it was a hard match, obviously, yeah. to and follow I, the tag team. Yeah. Know, yeah. And I'll be honest, the only reason I find it a bit boring is because he's she, but it was fucking awesome. Like, for me, David, like, everything that he did, I was like cheering for the guy. I was uh, laughing with laughing him. him. Like, the guy... It's amazing, like when you, because we we met him beforehand. He was such a nice, like got got a picture of him and stuff. Yeah, lovely man. Like had had a chat about snares and everything else. <laughs> soon as he got, soon as he got into the ring, could be could be a person. Uh, and yeah. it's just, I just love him. He's so nice. He's so cool. And that is what I love about pro wrestling. I said it on the last part of the podcast. Everyone knows it's the work. Yeah. So you can go out there, sell your merch, be everyone's best friend. Like, oh, we're not going to the ring, I'm a bad guy. Yeah, 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 whatever. Like, we know it's a work. Yeah, you know? and I love it. Even even before the match happened, I was recording his entrance, and even the ring, I was like, you want me to say that? Fine, then. And Ish, and David, and Tommy, Ishii's daddy, the, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually bought one of those David Starr, Ishii's daddy shirts as well, because I just love David, David Starr. He is that good. He I is must that. admit, like, you introduced me mainly, like, really, into David Starr's, like, wrestling aura, right? And I didn't know much about him. And you said this guy is over, like, he's great. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah really I, know, I know he's good. I've never seen him in a one-on-one one -on -one competition properly. So to go against this year as well, see, they're two different styles. Like, yeah. And I, what a match! What a really good match! And um, the, what, as I said to you before, like both men were over. Like you would have, I, I honestly, I would have thought they would have been a squash. But I love the fact they gave David Starr that it was very much a 50-50 match. Like at some points, I thought David Starr was going to win. Oh, I did. And um, and the full finishes were fantastic. And I'll be honest, like going back to me and David Starr before, like I, I went before, like you couldn't go because you were working. I couldn't find anyone else, so. I took, my, I took my mum to the show because David Starr was so nice and everything to me and my mum. My mum actually thought I knew the guy. And, that, and, yeah. that's, and that's like, I liked it beforehand, especially being called the Jewish canon and he was a good wrestler. But I, I like this guy a lot, he's really good. And when he won the title, that was really cool. Yeah. But meeting him and being so nice, it was like, nice I'm, I'm a nice guy, I'm, 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 I'm going to support you. Like, I, I support nice people. Yeah. Because I see myself in you to be nice people and I want to support people who are really nice, people who are Time very, hard times, like really nice to the fans. Give people back to the wrestling community. Yeah. They spend all their, all their hard-earned money on their merch and they say, hey dude, do you want a picture? That's all you need to do. Yeah. And I said to him, like, he's like, take a picture. like, yeah, sure, thing, go right ahead and stuff. And we took a photo and like, what do you want to do? Like, this sort of stuff, which is really, really cool. And I love the fact that, um, Andy Quigland, who yeah. runs Rev Pro, yeah. made David Starr into a bigger star now because of that match. Yeah. Like, 
he made David Starr an equal to Ishii, a man who's known for being very proper, strong style, very much rusty for heavyweight, very much just in that legend made, in Japan. Legend in Japan, and he made him Ishii's um, equal, which I love because yeah. it shows just how good of a of a star Ishii is. Like Ishi, uh, and David Starr, sorry, just how good they both are. Like, but yeah, what he just said there, though, it shows what kind of star Ishii is. It does. Ishii was willing to work with David Starr and make him look that good. Yeah. He's a professional as well. Like Ishii, he's been around the block. I mean, he knows what he's been around for years. You know, he's been up there for the same kind of time as Suzuki. And I love the fact as well that David Starr, the inoffensive prick that he is, will say, this is my country, this is my country. It's like, oh, brilliant. Because comedy. he's like, he's been taken by the British. Like, he's yeah. like, in a sense, the, a bit like... Not, not in a way like the new Matt Riddle, but in a sense he is because he's been taken in by the British fans. He loves yeah. working Rev Pro, he loves Rev Pro. And yeah. yes, he might mention on Twitter and on videos like Rev, you know, yeah. but he is in a sense like our, our adopted son. Like he's he a is. bit like the MX5 of wrestling. It's really a Japanese club. We love it and call it ours. Yes, David Starr is the MX5 of uh, UK professional wrestling. <laughs> And then the finish itself was really good too. Good finish, yeah. The finish was fantastic. Just everything about that match was fantastic. Yeah. And what, what about the aftermath as well? The aftermath was pretty cool too. Oh yeah, this is where Rev Pro made a big announcement tonight. Yeah. So basically, the match finishes. Suzuki uh, Gun come out. Suzuki Gun. The whole crew that are at the show come out and attack Ishii after defending his uh, world his world heavyweight championship or British championship. Zack Sabre Jr. makes a big announcement to the world, and I'll let you uh, announce that to our fans, Mark. Uh, basically, at Wrestle Kingdom, which is on January the 4th, yep. he's going to be challenging Ishii for the Rev Pro British Heavyweight Championship. So let's we'll double take that. The Rev Pro Heavyweight Championship has been defended at Wrestle Kingdom. How big is that? That is huge. That is uh, Rev Pro of making noises. Now, the last time I knew that another promotion was actually having their heavyweight championship decided at Wrestle Kingdom was uh, it was Adam Cole baby at Wrestle Kingdom for the world, for the Ring of Honor championship Rev Pro are nearly at that level Rev Pro are basically the UK version of Ring of Honor oh they are especially with New Japan yeah and I mean come on Zack Sabre Jr. just wrestled in front of 1500 people with the your call He's now going to Wrestle Kingdom, which he has done before, but he's going to Wrestle Kingdom for the Rev Pro Championship. It's Ishii. Now, Ishii, in my opinion, is a massive draw for Japan. So yeah. they don't have to use him for what potentially could be, to the Japanese fans, a throwaway match. Rev Pro were saying, no, no, we would like that. Ishii loves it over here, same as the whole of Suzuki. Yeah. And they're saying, no, let's put Rev Pro on the fucking map. Let's put them at one of our biggest show, the biggest Japanese show, defending that Rev Pro, that shows that, that they care about us, yeah. and to care about us, to put the Rev Pro Championship on the line at Wrestle Kingdom using Ishii at Zack Sabre Jr., go for it. Yeah, and I also love the way that he announced it as well, uh, quite dang you questions, I've got something to say, it's like, that's yeah. your manager, and then he announced it, as like, shut up now, like, you can silence now, and it was just yeah. like... Even though it was a big announcement, he still instantly went back, went back to the hill heat. But because he's so good, people don't, people don't care. People love it. Oh, God. You know. Brilliant. And then they literally decided to stomp in again. Like, yep, yeah, uh, we rule the UK. We rule the world. Suzuki gun. And, you know. Yeah, they're great. That's why. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. 
Rev Pro from this day is going to be huge. They're having one of their titles defended at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. Yeah, they've had the title um, defended at the, at the smaller shows, but never a Wrestle Kingdom like that. Yeah, that's going to be fucking huge. I mean, even if this, this is another thing you got to remember, Wrestle Kingdom's like WrestleMania, where you get a lot of casual fans watched. It's probably the same in Japan. And to be fair, it'd be the same in America and the West World. Like, yeah. they probably don't watch a lot of wrestling in Japan, a lot of New Japan. Wrestle Kingdom comes on. You get a big draw like last time you had Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho and that brought a lot of fight. I think it brought in 60,000 60, new subscribers to New Japan Pro Wrestling World. Okay? Yeah. Now you get a big draw like that. I'm not saying it's going to be the like the way I see it. It's not going to be that match. It's going to be that draw. But whatever happens, Wrestle Kingdom's going to put on a good show. You're going to get another 60,000 people view it. You're going to get another 60,000 people, including their original Japanese fan base, watching this Rev Pro match. They're all going to be saying, what the hell is Rev Pro? They're going to look into that afterwards and then go, my God, this Rev Pro's awesome. And that's where yeah. Rev Pro's just going to go, bang, well... And, and that's why having a really good partnership with New Japan helps them as well, like yeah. Jesse Andy Quigley, like... He must have banged lucky stars to turn up with uh, New Japan now. Oh, my God. So if he's title... You know, Andy's title is Little Baby, Rev Pro, yes. represented at Wrestle Kingdom. I'd like to say you've made it, my friend. Definitely, man. Oh, God. So, yeah, so out of Very all passionate. that, for me, it, it, even I've seen many um, Rev Pro shows, that is definitely in my top. In my top three, at least. Maybe top two. I mean, that was a great show. You're never going to beat the uh, Bullet Club one, but... Nah. <laughs> <laughs> because it was a Bullet Club, because it was such Bullet Club, Mark. Oh, it was the Bullet Club. Yeah, now, now the elite. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, 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 yeah. To be fair, that's, I prefer that to the last one, which had NATO. Yeah, I'll be honest, I'll be honest, I do. I, I, I think, for me, the fact David Starr was there definitely helps, but also I felt the atmosphere got the best there as well this than the other one. Well, yeah. I, I, I really like the York, I kind of like the, the history to it. Like, I love, I like the Brixton Recreation Centre, it worked for that show, but yeah, I felt that... Your call, it's just a lot, lot more better atmosphere. I'm not sure because it's the, the fans are different, like that one's a more sort of late night thing, so maybe they don't have as many, I don't know, families maybe, or, but well, I, just felt, me, I just felt the atmosphere, was, I, just, I enjoyed it a lot more. I think for me, right, because I remember we've done the um, review on board uh, Global Wars. Did I get that right? Yeah. No, I got it right. So when we done the Global Wars review, we were saying, you know, it was all right, that the bleachers, that American feel. That was only about two or three weeks ago. We're now at Rev Pro back at the York Hall. We got that. I felt like I got that so wrong. York Hall has definitely got the feel of a pro wrestling show. That Brixton Academy recreational place. Didn't, the atmosphere tonight was fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's a bit like our version of the Hammers, Hammerstein. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it's really weird because even though, in a sense, the Global Wars show was, in a way, a bigger show, it just, I, I'm not, not sure because we're in the second row so we can hear it more, but the crowd were a lot more louder for every match. The crowd were a lot more into every match. Like, well, I the, think with um, Global Wars, like, there was a lot of expectation. Yeah. To this, I was like, on the way here, I was like, smart, just remind me what the card is. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah. So that's all I remember was that I seen the front page of um, Suzuki Gun first, the obviously open. So I didn't really take much notice of the cards apart from I knew David Starr was there. And I think that kind of helped, because yeah. I wasn't expecting a, like, a fantastic show. So when they put on a show like this, which was, in my opinion, we agreed it later, but a high-end show, 
Yes. Oh, great pay-per-view. I, I really, really, really enjoyed tonight's show. I did as well. I did fantastic show. Every match I thought delivered. Yep. No match was boring. No. Uh, like even, even me and you were like, after the first match, that match was really good. Hopefully we'll remember it play later on tonight. Yeah, because every <laughs> match was that damn good. Yeah. It was like... But we've got to remember that. We've got to remember that. But I mean, for this podcast, we've actually brought up the fun, um, like the, the fun cards, yeah. just to refresh our memories because it was yeah. such a good show. Such a good show as well. And I think the fact as well why having Red Pro post them actually be able to remember remember them as well. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And yeah. then um, obviously we met some of the rest of them really cool. And then the main, and then the even the uh, and then the encore. Yeah, so this was quite a surprise. I didn't know this was happening, but obviously Will Ospreay's out of action at the moment, so Will Ospreay being the total Essex legend he is, he rents out a small little, like, I don't know, what was it, like a bar? Like, like a weird sort of bar club kind of place, wasn't it? It was like a weird sort of clubby place. Yeah. So um, I think they do wrestling there, because I'm sure, because I remember though, uh, when we went to the smoking area, when you... Um, I went with cigarettes. There was like a seat that said Eve, and I could see when we were leaving, there was like relief to do with Eve as well, like you know, the wrestling Eve. Yeah, and when I went for a wee, right, in the toilet, did you notice there was the po- a poster of the Rockers? Yes. <laughs> and they had like posters, like PlayStation 1 um, like game things, and they also had a load of stuff to do with um, comic books and whatnot. So yeah, yeah that, that was really good. I'll be honest, at first, I was, I was a bit, I didn't feel awkward, but I didn't really like it that much because of the music. But then as soon as they started playing the wrestling songs and yeah. the songs that me and you like, I'm like, I'm really getting into this now. Even you were laughing at me, like dancing, sing along to Sledgehammer and stuff. It just, I guess, when it got cool, what it got was fucking awesome. So basically, guys, like, what we're talking about is Will Ospreay ended up throwing this, like, surprise party with um, him and Jimmy Havoc. Yeah. Jimmy fucking Havoc, right? Jimmy, Jimmy Havoc, right? And it was, it was just, basically, it was a shed. Bit bigger than, oh, it wasn't a shed, it was like a little little club. But you had guys from the like wrestlers, like the wrestlers that was at the show were there. We go through them in a minute. Basically, everyone who went to the show had quite a big handful and went to this like little club. So you had a club full of rock music, wrestling fans, Will Ospreay, Jimmy Havoc, David Starr. Who else was Aussie there? Open. Aussie Open. Uh, Shane Taylor was there. Shane Taylor. Uh, the guys from WrestleTalk. Yeah, the whole WrestleTalk there. Ollie uh, Davis. And other people as well who oh, we probably wouldn't really know. Yeah, and it was just like, if you're a wrestling fan, tonight that's where you want it to be. Yeah, and I'll be honest, like, if, if, I, if I didn't have my young nephews around tonight or you, you didn't have your girlfriend waiting up for you, yeah. I would have happily stayed there too. As soon as the music changed and...
thank you very much for Lost Brain. I'll be definitely giving you a treat, a, a treat, a tweet saying thank you. Yes, and I and I definitely, if he does it again, I'm definitely going to go again. And this time, hopefully, we can stay there for the whole night and see what other songs they play. Because I requested them to play Queen, yeah. but um, we missed it. But ho- hopefully, he did maybe play Don't Stop Me Now or something. But yeah, it was just, just a fucking great night. So, Rich, then, how what would you give it out of five? The whole show, the, the whole, whole night show. in general, the whole night of five. Yeah, because of what Will Ospreay done at the end. It exceeded expectations, the actual show itself. Uh, Rev Pro again has put on another fantastic demonstration of how progress in the show should be ran. Um, I would give the whole night a five. I'd give the actual show four and a half. Uh, I, I literally was second everything that you said. There we go. Second. Absolutely brilliant. That was such a great night. Um, this, these nights are why pro wrestling is so good and why when people say to me, Mark, why I like it so much, I'm like, this is why, because wrestling is fucking awesome. Yeah. So, Rich, mate, before we head off, anything you want to plug or anything at all, say, like, any final thoughts? Yeah, final thoughts. Get yourself Red Pro tickets because it's always worth it. Um, my Twitter handle is richardfilm one and... Like and subscribe to the show. Uh, Mark and I actually decided tonight we're going to try and go to every Rev Pro uh, big pay per view they're doing. So, um, yeah, follow us for more uh, reviews, feedback, thoughts, and opinions. Yep. And also, as well, guys, my final thoughts about the whole thing is if you get a chance to watch it on Rev Pro On Demand, highly recommend it. Such a great night. Um, same thing as Richard said. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on all the different social medias and stuff. And yeah, guys, we've been your amazing hosts as always. Uh, the Jewish canon himself, Mark, along with the blue-eyed assassin, Rich. Take care, guys. Always remember. David Wrestling. David Star. David Star. Cut
Oh, oh, oh. 